Good morning, all. How are we this morning? Good morning, Good morning Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. We thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for this beautiful morning, a new day that you have given us, the new lease of time that you have added to our destiny, that you did not end it last night, that you did not pull the plug on our life, but you gave us another opportunity to see another beautiful day, to see all the good things that you have given us around, in nature, in our lives, in our home, our own families, the people that love and care about us. We well, thank you, Father, that our heart did not stop beating, that our lungs continue to breathe. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with health. We thank you that you have let us wake up again this morning. And you visit us again this morning and you test us every single day. This is what your word says. And you renew your mercy every morning for us. You give us a fresh batch of your peace and joy that you pour into our hearts every time we come to you and call on your name. And the peace that you give us, Father, when we are in your presence, that which no man can give or take away, that which is way beyond our understanding. But as Jesus said, when your joy is in us, our joy is made full. We are brimmed up and we overflow. Our eyes are set on you. And we do not look at the problems and glorify those challenges. But we look to you, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. And we tell every challenge that stands before us that our God is bigger than that challenge. And the peace, Lord, that you give us this morning as we are with you now. Your word says when two or three are gathered in your name, there you are in their midst. We know you are here. We sense you in our spirit. And as we connect our spirit with yours, Lord, we want to share that peace and that joy with everyone that is part of this connection, that is part of this prayer meeting. Everyone that will, that is part of this praying family. Everyone for whom prayers have been requested on this group and all those that have no one to pray for them. We share your peace and your joy with all those that are called Christians and have not yet encountered you in a way to start building a relationship where there is transformation in their lives. And with all those who continue to willingly live, willfully live in darkness, under ignorance, under a lie of the enemy, under false doctrine, under whatever has been told to them that keeps them away. Father, we come against it in your name. The name of Jesus. The name set above every other name at which every knee, every name, every word, every spirit must bow. Let every such veil that blocks their view of you be torn down, every mountain in the path be cut down, that the path be flattened and their spirits be quickened to see you, to hear from you, to know the work of your hand, that it is your finger that has brought about that transformation in that renewal in their lives that they make a conscious decision to turn back to you like the prodigal son we ask for that quickening in their spirits lord 
many of these are in our own families and our friend circles we pray for each of these dear ones father and as we begin our day today we call on your name the name of our god the one who is the preserver of men this is what your word in job chapter 7 says you are the faithful one the lifter of men our protector you are our shield our creator our maker the one who is able to make all grace abound towards us who has blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies that when those are activated in our lives we step into the abundance that jesus said he came to give us where he made grace available to us that we might not fall short and remain under judgment but might be exempt from it and be raised into righteousness and into that abundance we pray in his name the name of jesus our redeemer the king of kings the lord of lords the lord of hosts the word himself the one who taught us prayer who taught us faith the one in whom are hidden all your mysteries lord so that as we study your word and we look to jesus all those revelations are made available to us through your spirit and we pray in the name of your spirit the spirit of jesus the spirit of the living god the el shaddai the spirit of victory the spirit of truth the one who heals our backsliding the one who grants us revelations the one who brings to effect all the spiritual gifts in the heavenly places that you have put into our lives just waiting to be activated there it is through him that we are always convicted we are taught we are renewed and we are raised when he hovers over every dark situation every challenge in our life at the spoken word it is he who has made his tabernacle within our bodies god himself coming down from heaven to dwell with us that we might no longer be carrying a body of sin but through transformation through revelation we are able to understand that we carry his tabernacle the body of christ wherein satan sin sickness and disease have no power and no place in us we are the body of that same high priest we are a royal priesthood we thank you father for the gift of prayer through which we are able to raise up to that level hold on to the horns of your tabernacle and make our prayer releasing it in faith we thank you lord for the gift of your word and the authority of jesus that backs it when we speak it in his name we thank you father that you have blessed us with the gift of life you have blessed us with a roof over our head with food on our table that you establish the work of our hands it is you who bless our finances it is you who give us all your laws and principles in your word so that when we understand them and apply them the outcomes that are written therein must come to pass laws for finances laws for well being laws for dominion in war situations 
Help us to study your word with a greater zeal, Lord. So that when you reveal to us those keys that will help us command victory, we are able to walk with you in the spirit. Walk in your light. We thank you, Father. And as we get into our reflection today, we just look at what we've reflected on yesterday, which was the need to minister faith to an afflicted person, be it sickness or any other kind of problem. The one that we are praying for and why it is not enough just to pray for them, that they must believe. Without a transformation and renewal of their mind, the healing can quickly be reversed. They must be filled with the word of God. Otherwise, that would be like a house swept clean, but kept unoccupied. The only way to keep it occupied is by filling it with the word of God. That word carries his presence. And this is what we must administer to them. So how do you administer faith when you are praying for someone to be healed or for their problem to be solved? Luke 1 verse 45 says, Blessed is she that believed. Now this was said about Mary. Blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told to her from the Lord. And in the place of she, you can put your own name there, the name of the sick person, the name of the afflicted person that you are praying for. Blessed is Vivek that believed that there shall be a performance of those things which were told to him from the Lord. We can put our own names as well. The important thing is that they believe. It's only when they believe there shall be a performance of that word. If they do not believe, they cannot take their healing. And the same is taught to us by Jesus about prayer in Mark 11, verse 23, when he said, believe you have received and it shall be yours. So we see that the Bible repeats the same thing in many places. And when it repeats it, it means this is a definite. He's only reiterating his principle, his law, that when you believe with all your heart, you shall receive. There is no way you cannot receive. He who believes receives it and it shall be his. So there are three keys here and what you're essentially ministering to them is the faith process and how it works. The three keys here are one is believe, number two is receive, and number three is then you have it, it is yours. This is not the same as receiving. Having it and receiving are two different things. Believing is in your heart when you confess the written word with your lips. We see that in the book of Acts. You speak it and you hear it. And that's when faith comes. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. And faith is tied to hope. With hope and expectation, we must receive. Now receiving, what we are talking about here, is receiving in the spirit. 
we must receive a complete miracle or answered prayer till the very end of it, till the full stop at the end of a sentence, as we would call it that way. Not halfway. We must receive a complete miracle in the spirit. If we receive it half, it will get aborted. And then you have it in the physical, that is the manifestation takes place. So receiving is in the spirit, having it is in the physical. Without receiving, you cannot have. The route it follows is always the word spoken into the spiritual. Faith is then used as raw material, as the substance to create the miracle in the spirit realm. This must be received in the spirit itself. And only then does it move from the spiritual to the physical realm in the form of manifestation of the miracle. So when you pray for them, when you minister to them, please share faith and how it works. If we look back on this process and we look back at that verse we took at the start. Blessed is she that believed. It says about the person that is the recipient. Blessed is she that believed. And Jesus said in Mark 11, 23, believe you have received and it shall be yours. It's not let the intercessor believe, let them receive and then it shall be yours. So that's an important thing for the person that we are praying for. They themselves have to believe they must receive. You can only facilitate that process. You can add your faith to it so that when your faith is added to it, it is like connecting the power plug into the power supply line. That is what your job is only as a facilitator. And when we share that faith, when we share the word of God, we must follow up with them by continuing to minister to them till the above process, the cycle of faith is complete to manifestation. So that when the miracle manifests itself, they understand how it happened and can relate to it. And that makes them candidates for transformation. They now have an open mind and are starting to accept. They would be willing to receive. And the Holy Spirit can then start to work with their lives. When healing is complete, make sure they read the word every day. For when that spirit is made alive in them, when he starts to work in them, the spirit is made alive in them, that spirit needs to be fed to keep it healthy. Just as the body stays healthy with food, the food for the spirit is the word of God. Now, Here's a good way to start a habit of daily reading of the Bible. You can explain this to them as well. And for those that do not have or do not follow this kind of a system, it will be a good one to consider. You set aside a 10 minutes or your allocated time. For those that are starting off, 10 minutes is a good start. You set aside 10 minutes of your day and you choose which part of the day it should be. Ideally, it should be a time when you are least likely to be disturbed. <clears throat> when there are no phone calls, but there are no noise by cars honking on the road or any other kind of disturbance. When there are no temptations of the television, when there are no other family commitments that will come and disturb you in between. 
for some this could be early morning for others it could be the afternoon and still others it could be late night choose whatever works for you find a time that you can consistently commit to if it is 10 pm every night you should be able to consistently commit to 10 pm every night the key word now here is this time must be non negotiable you stick to it no matter what you do not break that commitment there no matter the excuses or the temptations that will come for they will come the devil will try to steal from you you must stick to this commitment if those 10 minutes at that time of those 10 minutes at that time you do not change it you keep it consistent every single day the next thing is you choose a place where you will spend those 10 minutes and you follow the same logic it must be a place where you will not be disturbed at where you do not hear sound from the other room do not hear cars honking on the road as jesus said when you pray go into your closet what it really means is a place that you will not be disturbed and when it is time when the clock strikes that hour you leave everything else and you go there you start reading your bible you meditate on what you have read and ask god to reveal to you an understanding you will be amazed at what comes out of it and this way you can build a consistent habit of reading the bible over time it becomes a habit and you don't really have to struggle to change gears to shift yourself cut out from whatever else you were doing and go into that place and time of reading your bible and the important word i'll stress on again here is make this non negotiable you do not let anyone or anything or any circumstance negotiate those 10 minutes away into a different activity you must not change or drop it even a single day 7 days a week you keep going and the same is true for prayer as well when you keep the time and that place consistent god knows that when you come to that place at that time you are serious and are committed to prayer over time as you build your consistency into that place and time that place becomes your altar and a portal to heaven is established every time you go there god knows you have come to pray that you mean serious business and he honors it you will find that initially it takes longer for you to connect in worship there could be distractions to connect in the anointing your waiting times could be longer until you touch and tap into that anointing but over time as you build consistency and make it a habit you will find that this waiting time goes on decreasing until you reach a stage where it can be almost instantaneous it's like the anointing is already sitting in that location there waiting for you and as soon as you enter that zone that location at that time you immediately tap into it when your heart your spirit is conditioned to that place and time of prayer here again the key word 
for you to see that result it must be non negotiable guard your prayer time like you guard your golden jewelry with all your life it is the most precious thing that is how it should be keep it secured you can keep these tips for your personal prayer and bible study but you can also share it with the people that you are ministering to or i have found through my personal experience this was the easiest way for me to build consistency into prayer you work on it as though you are working on building a habit building a routine and once it fits into the routine then it is part of your daily life let their relationship with the word and with god be blessed to john 1 verse 12 is what i will use in conclusion where the word says as many as believed on him that is as believed on jesus he gave them power to be called sons of god the important thing is when you are praying for someone do not just pray for them to take physical healing pray for them with them minister to them that they might eventually become sons of god they might eventually be saved father in the name of jesus i pray i pray for boldness in our spirit in each of us and the strength of your word your revelation that grace to touch upon each of our lives every member of this praying family this prayer group called by your name holy spirit prayer group that whenever this opportunity to minister to someone to pray for them rises we step up in boldness we do not feel shy ashamed or scared or afraid of the limited knowledge of your word that we have but whatever we have and understand we use that to bless others so that as we pray for them and with them there is a transformation there is a renewal there is a change there is a new beginning happening in their lives as well they are a new creation and everything of old including that sickness but not limited to it is left behind we ask for that edification in our spirit lord that when jesus said i shall teach you to be fishers of men now is our stage to receive from him to believe that we have received it and to go out and start fishing as our action of faith we ask for that edification that boldness that grace that comes from you father in our spirit and as we pray for spiritual growth of ourselves our brothers and our sisters we pray also for our physical and temporal needs especially for all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group for all those that we are personally praying for as well for all those that are battling sickness and disease that are hospitalized that will undergo surgeries that are challenged by life threatening diseases all life and all holiness comes from you father through jesus and we receive it in his name for he took every stripe and every wound on himself he became sin for our sake he took all that iniquity out of us that by his stripes and his wounds 
there be healing released. We claim that healing on each of these lives today. We declare them freed from the curse of the law. And we ask for a quickening in their spirit that you provide the understanding that your presence be revealed to them. We pray also for all families that are part of this prayer group. Every member of every family, Lord, we cover in your precious blood. That by that blood, we declare it as our hedge of defense, our protection in the spirit. Strengthened by the knowledge of the word. So that as we understand your word more, as we abide by the principles that you give us, the laws that you have kept in there for us, that hedge around us is constantly built up, fortified and made stronger. No terror by night, no arrow by day, no attack seen or unseen, and no noise and pestilence, sickness or disease, including COVID, can come near any of these homes that are marked on their doorposts by the blood of the Lamb. We pray also in a special way for all those families that are undergoing the challenges of separation of any kind of divisive force, including infidelity, violence, abuse, divorce. We cover them too in your precious blood, Lord, and we invite them, invite you into their homes. For when the God who is love enters, the most low that seeks to separate them must leave. We call on the Father of Spirits, to whom every spirit is subject, the Holy Spirit himself, to hover over these homes. When your anointing touches these homes, Father, every other force that is a stronghold over their lives must give way. We declare all those chains of bondage broken, including the chains of any kind of stronghold, anxiety, depression, financial challenges, poverty, compulsive behaviors, fits of rage, anything and sickness and disease. Anything that keeps your people yoked to the ground, Father, let our anointing touch their lives this day, that that yoke be broken, taken off their neck right now. In the name of Jesus, we declare a release by the spirit of liberty. We declare freedom from bondage over their lives. Your people shall no longer be in slavery. But just as the Israelites marched out of Egypt, so shall everyone that believes on the name of Jesus be delivered. We pray in a special way for all those that are seeking new jobs, new beginnings, fresh ideas to start a business. Everyone that is kept oppressed under all those financial challenges, Father, we declare freedom this day. We speak by prophecy a creation of new opportunities for them in the spirit, that those opportunities, let them be released now in the name of Jesus. We touch upon your mercy, Lord, and we ask forgiveness for sin, for everything 
that has brought that misery on their lives on their own account, their own mistakes. Especially those that we now pray for. We activate their angels and the destiny helpers that you have provisioned for their lives. That in your name, Lord, they are connected with the opportunities made available for their destiny. We force open the gates of their destiny by the power of that prophecy. In your name, Jesus. We declare them set free that they are able to walk across unobstructed on ground that has been flattened by your word, by that understanding, by your grace, by your favor. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends. In a special way for all those that have not yet been saved, that have not yet received their salvation. Let them be quickened in the spirit. Let there be light in their lives. We speak your word in faith, Father, knowing that when the word is spoken, the Holy Spirit hovers over their lives and moves. It is he who quickens. And then there is a change of heart. We expect that with our eyes of faith. And we believe, Lord, that of those whom you have given us, just as Jesus said, we lose none. We now connect with you, O Father, in our spirit. To pray in the gift that you have given us through the Holy Spirit, the gift of tongues. We thank you that you have heard our prayer and our request. You hear the cries of our heart. And when we now release our faith and make this our prayer of agreement, you have listened to that prayer. You move over it. And that prayer must be an answered prayer. This is our faith. This is what we believe. And we believe that we have received all that we have prayed for now. And it shall be ours. I encourage everyone that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in. Those that are praying for the gift. All those that are praying for the gift as well. And do not yet have the gift of tongues. Please take a step, bold step of faith. Unmute and speak even if it is just one syllable. La, 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 la. Please start and let the Holy Spirit take over your tongue. Trust him and he will not let you down. Let us make our prayer now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shanta <laughs> 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The word that was spoken to me this morning were, beware of wolves in sheep's clothing. The scripture I got is 2 Corinthians 10, 3 to 6. For though we live in the world, we are not carrying on a worldly war. For the weapons of our warfare are not worldly, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every proud obstacle to the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ, being ready to punish every disobedience when your obedience is complete. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The word I got was Isaiah 54, verse 17, and it reads, No weapon that is formed against you will succeed, and every tongue that rises against you in judgment you will condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and this is their vindication from me, says the Lord. 
Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Make my word a light for your path and a lamp for your feet. And then you will be able to not gratify the desires of the flesh. Walk in the spirit always and lean on not on your own understanding. Thus says the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Before we conclude, just a reminder about tomorrow's Bible study session. This, the, uh, the topic for this Friday is the 12 steps of, to a good year. The 12 steps to a good year. This Friday's session will be the second part in this series. It is a six-part series. And we will learn in this series to equip ourselves to appropriate the fullness of God's provision and blessings in the year that lies ahead. We will also learn the need to make the right resolutions. We shall post links uh, to join on Zoom and on YouTube. We shall post those links in our WhatsApp message group. <coughs> Please share those with family and friends and invite them to come and partake of that presence and carry that presence home with them. For that's when the real transformation starts. And that the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us that chases us and overtakes us when you reach that stage in your belief, in your journey of faith. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, out of that blessing, that overflow, the testimony that we live, let us in turn be a blessing to everyone around us carrying the gospel of Jesus to all those that he would want to send us to. In the mighty name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Bless you all, family. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. God bless everybody. Thank you. God bless you all.